Alright, welcome back to another episode of the Doug Saravo Show. We have a special guest today with us, James DiGiacomo. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, Doug. How are you? A little nervous today. Oh, I think any time a team has a 3-0 lead, there's nerves, for sure. Yeah. So, before we get to this season, last season, I want to get to the 2015 Lightning, because this, for me, this is where it seemed like everything took off. But they lost in the Stanley Cup Finals. So, what do you th- what do you think the changes that they made that got them to where they are today? I think the acquisitions of guys like uh, Gaudreau and Coleman helped create more of an identity for Tampa. You know, looking back, like you mentioned in 2015, even 2016, they're more like a running gun type of team. They were they, they had a lot of chemistry, but ultimately, what led them to lose in the Stanley cup, they weren't getting enough scoring because they didn't have as much of an identity as they did now. Right. Like guys were hurt back then, but now you have all four lines contributing equally back then. The bottom six just wasn't enough for us. Oh, for sure. And we saw in that series in 2016 with the Pittsburgh Penguins, where I thought they were going to return, but the Penguins were just a better team. They had that Carl Hagelin, Nick Bonino, Phil Kessel line. So how important is it now that they have depth? Because it seems like lines one through four, they are a complete hockey team. And, you know, it's funny. It's like this series, to your point, Brady Point hasn't scored a goal. You're right. Like, it's, it's versus the Islanders, he's the MVP of that series, un, undoubtedly. And now you go here, you don't really hear a guy like, I don't know, Point, Stamkos, really now it's Kucherov, Tyler Johnson getting two. So it's like a guy that's been on the team for seven seasons, seven years, all with the lightning, Tyler Johnson. That's my point. You have him playing fourth line. When back in 2015, he was on the second line with that triplet line with him and uh, him, Kucherov and Palat. So I think it goes to show he's slotting all the way down. And it just goes to show how... It's the next man up mentality, as Pat Maroon said, right? You're, you're never missing a beat because how how complete your team is. And that's how teams win in the playoffs. Now, I'm not sure if you saw the episode with Mark, Andrew, and I, where Andrew like tried to discredit that you need depth to win a Stanley Cup. And he was like kind of making fun of us. He was like, oh, Nikita Kucherov, un, uh, Steven Stamkos, Victor Hetman, yeah, big star players don't win Stanley Cups. But the Lightning have a different type of roster. They're a complete roster. They have Yanni Gord. They have Blake Coleman, Barkley Goodrow. So how important is it to have those type of players on this Tampa Bay team? Even us talking about it right now, like, you can't even put words on how important it is. Right, like, I understand Andrew's point. You obviously need the stars to step up, and maybe that's why a team like the Islanders haven't won yet. But... A guy like Steven Samkos, watching him for several years now, I would say Yanni, that whole third line has been has has been more effective than you know, say the second line. Obviously, I'm not going to sit here and compare which line has been more effective, but when you can roll out four lines in confidence, I, I think that makes the coach's job easier, and I think it gives everyone on the team a sense of confidence. Like you wouldn't have that maybe in 2015. So I just think that third line, without a doubt, has been the MVP in the playoffs. And it's not like the Lightning have been a terrible team the past few years. 
They went to the final in 2015, conference finals in 2016. They're, they were just missing those key pieces that you need to win the Stanley Cup. And they've proven it. So how important was it to acquire a guy like Blake, Go Blake Coleman, which he was a devil, but also Barkley Goodrow? I mean, for them to, to just slot in right there, complimentary to Yanni Gord. I think before, right after the sweep to Columbus, a lot of people were maybe skeptical about Gord's contract being too high. Uh, but now, now you look at it, you find the right pieces to play with him, and there's really no looking back the line. Ever since Goudreau came back this year, yeah, right for the, for the Florida Panthers series, I mean, it's it's been insane how much they contribute without even scoring a goal. You can just tell by being a hockey fan and watching the game how they shift momentum, just getting pucks in deep, right? Getting it out of your defensive zone. You, you rarely see them hemmed in in their defensive zone. Yeah, and it's not like they're even getting outplayed at all. I no. mean, they had those up and downs against the Islanders, but that was an even match series in my opinion. They dominated Florida, I thought. They dominated Carolina, I thought. So their real test was really the Islanders, and they were able to overcome it. So when you have depth players, would you say it's important to guys like Stamkos, Kucherov, even Braden Point, knowing that all the pressure isn't on them? Oh, oh, 100%. And especially for a guy like Kucherov, who's not your typical Ovechkin, right? Like he's not a four-checking type player whatsoever. That's why he plays with a guy like Andre Palat and even Brady Point. So when, when they're rolling him out, and then the third line right after that, Kucherov does, doesn't get a scoring chance or his line doesn't get a scoring chance, well, you have the same amount of confidence for the next line that's coming out in the line after that. So, yes, 100% alleviates the pressure. So when guys like Kucherov weren't scoring in even 2018 against the Capitals in that seven-game series, you really couldn't fall back on anyone, and but now you have that third line that takes the pressure off. I really think that's what it is. I, I think that's a good point because it a lot goes back to the coach, right? Now the coach understands, okay, even if we're not going to score on this power play, right? It's it's not a make or break for the Lightning, right? They're always in the game. You saw that game four against the Islanders, that McDonough chance with three seconds left. I think that's like the epitome of how the Lightning are, right? They're never out of a game because of their lineup. Yeah, and they're a complete hockey team, and I think for a lot of teams, they build to have like great success in the regular season, but when it comes to the postseason, it's like there was there's something missing. So I want to get to the 2019 team. No, wait. yeah, that was the year where they won 62 games. You would think they would steamroll past the blue, steamroll past the Columbus Blue Jackets. They got swept. Would you say not having a guy like Blake Coleman and Barkley Goudreau was the difference in that series? Without a doubt, 100%. And I think maybe that I, – I think what's under underlooked in that series might be the loss of that first game. Okay, like it's only one loss. That's fine. But like to your point, they won 62 games. Now you, you're up 3-0 in that first game, and then you lose at home – I mean, to the Lightning, that's like that. That doesn't happen in that year. Like, that's not supposed to happen. And then after they lose that second game at home, it's like who you who's who's going to be though the the difference 
in 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 those two games in Columbus, right? And because I, I think we should all remember a year prior to that when the Capitals won the Stanley Cup, go, they went down 2-0 to Columbus and they went back to Columbus and almost lost that game three. But yeah, they in had overtime, it was that close. They had difference make. I mean, Ovechkin was the guy that took over. The Lightning, I mean, Kucherov took out his frustration, got suspended for game three. They didn't have the difference makers. So do you think on Columbus's side, they figured if we stop if we stop Stamkos, we stop Hedman, we stop their top players, we got this? And a lot of it had to do with, you know, n- no excuses. They, they rolled into that playoff, right? They were fighting for that last wild card spot. We, we were done playing meaningful hockey in March. I don't know how much you can – pin that on Cooper or maybe the players or a combination of the both. But yeah, Tortorella, you, you know, Tortorella had them ready for those plays. I mean, that was a, that was a good team. Panarin, Duchesne, all those guys, right? Yeah, they brought in a lot of guys too. At the deadline. Of course. Yeah. They, they weren't a bad team. I mean, you know, they didn't get dominated by Boston in the next series, but it was something where I think that the lightning were too used to, playing mediocre hockey and they in a combination of they didn't have depth players that were able to shift the momentum of the series especially going back to columbus down to i mean that's it's hard to come back like that so let's get 2000 get to 2020 we know momentum is huge and we could look at 2019 with the st louis blues if if the pandemic hit in 2019 and the season got called off, we know that Blues team may not have won the Stanley Cup in the bubble. So looking at 2020, the Lightning were kind of, I would say they were like maybe not the, they were a favorite, but they weren't expecting to go far. So where do you think this team found the momentum in the bubble? Was it spending all the time they had together or they just wanted to prove to everyone, you know, we still have what it takes to win a Stanley Cup? I, I think proving, and like like I just previously mentioned, how that game one was detrimental to us in 2019, that five-overtime game, game one, proved to be, right? It's like a Cinderella story, right? That the game one in 2019 probably won Columbus that series. The 2020 uh, game one probably won us that series. Not saying we couldn't have won if we lost that game, but I mean, yeah, think so about So if you guys lost what? that game, that five-overtime game, would you be – had a chance to repeat as Stanley Cup champions this year. I mean, I I, I think just looking at, at how things went, how we didn't even go to a seven-game series throughout the entire playoffs, I would say depth probably, right, M- most likely. But I'm glad we don't have to think about that because if we lost that game, I, I don't know. I mean, we lost game two, so yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. But I think – that year was special because I, I know people discredit it because it's the bubble and this and yeah, that. Yeah, but you still you still had to win the Stanley Cup. You still played those games. Yeah. It's not like uh, it's just it, if anyone else's team won the Stanley Cup, right? They wouldn't be saying that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's not like it's not like it was the Devils. They got in the bubble and they won. <laughs> and exactly, that would have been a whole different conversation because you guys had the team, you guys had the roster. It was just exactly. a matter of when we're going to win the cup, whether it was yeah. this year, last year, 2019. Yeah, I mean, it, it, looking back, like, this team, I don't want to say could have, but, I mean, they lost to Chicago in 2015, but did they really? They were outplayed, no doubt, but 
the scoreboard wouldn't show it that way, right? They lost game five, two to one. Then they went to Chicago and they lost two nothing. So yeah, they didn't, they weren't able to score in the last couple of games, but this team could have won a Stanley cup earlier. You think it would have been different if Vasilevsky got more playing time to the, to the start? Because for 15-16, it was all Ben Bishop. Or do you That's think interesting. you just need more time to develop? I mean, looking back at how he played against Pittsburgh, right, it didn't look like he needed that much because he was the reason why, one of the major reasons they brought it to a seven-game series. But I think Ben Bishop was terrific in Tampa Bay. I think... His time was up in 20, uh, 2017 when he got traded to the Kings, but it's, t- it's tough to say, right? I think Bishop brought a good personality to that locker room. Maybe Vasilevsky was a little bit younger uh, on the younger side. Maybe he did need those more. And and he he watched Bishop, and Bishop mentored him, so I think that had a lot to do with it. And I think maybe the confidence of him, okay, I played one game in the 2015 Stanley Cup Final. I played the whole series in 2016. Now he becomes the full starter in 2017, doesn't make the playoffs. 2018 rolls around. He's got all that confidence behind him, and that's why he was a Vesna candidate that year. So let's continue on with Andre Vasilevsky. For a lot of teams, it's all about, yeah, we have a great goaltender, but we also need a solid backup. So how important is it for you guys knowing that Vasilevsky is going to give you that consistent base consistent basis between the pipes because for a while there your backup was Curtis McElhaney and Scott Wedgwood you guys really if Vazzy goes down you guys don't really have a solid guy to go to you have the depth on offense and defense but not really between the pipes yeah I mean it McElhaney this year was an interesting story I, I think honestly just watching our team was not good in front of him whatsoever. And, you know, you watch those games, and a lot of Lightning fans will be like, all right, like he's given up, I don't know, three goals on eight shots. Like that's that's awful. It's a combination of the both, right? He was not ready to play given the fact that Vasilevsky was starting most of the games. And with, I think, the every, everything got kind of out of whack with COVID. But, but to your point, yeah, I mean, if Vasilevsky went down – the Lightning might be in trouble, you know, at least for one or two games. I mean, some of the games they get outplayed in. I mean, you look how good Vasilevsky's been this season. I mean, this series, especially the Islanders series. I mean, you ha- have to have that rock back there. But, yeah, you 100% need to have a good backup because you saw that in 2014 when Carey Price went down. Not putting any hate on Dustin Tarkowski, but, you know, he gave up some questionable goals to the Rangers. I mean, that Rangers team was great, but... Carry price go down, you're you're just not gonna win that series. So I wanna get to Steven Stamkos, you know, because there was talk that, you know, he might be on the move, he might go to Toronto in free agency. He stayed in Tampa. He was hurt majority of last year, played in game three of the Stanley Cup final. How important is it for his legacy, his resume? to be able to hoist the Stanley Cup as a captain for the first time last year, but also to repeat because not many captains get to do that. Yeah, I, I think I think it's extremely important to his legacy because I don't know how many people like will actually watch the games that can comment on Stamkos, but he turned it he turned it on uh, and starting in game three when they went to Long Island. I think he was mm, 
he was not so good five on five, maybe, or just not noticeable, right? He was just there, right? His whole line, but him coming back last year and scoring that goal, that's, that's like putting icing on the cake, right? He had all those injuries. Uh, he, like you said, he signed right after they lost to the Penguins. So he's thinking to himself, wow, our team's in a great position. Comes back the, the prior, uh, the next season gets injured seven games in. And then, you know, it's just it's con, con, continuing injury, injuries for Stamkos. So him being able to lift back-to-back cups, I think, negates all of that. All of all of his injuries, all the problems he's had five-on-five, five, if people really want to say that. P- people were going to move him in that Columbus, even before we lost to Columbus. Uh, there were talks like, do we really need him? It is Especially now, right? You won the cup without him. Do we really need Stamkos? I, I think... Still, people question that. No doubt in Tampa, they still question that. Do we really need Stamkos? It's hard to it's hard to ask yourself that question when the guy's been through so many injuries. But I think he's been a key part to the run again. So let's talk about your guy, John Cooper, because when a team wins sixty-two games, I mean, maybe not so much in hockey, but a lot of sports. If you're the favorite to win and you guys choke, that coach, that GM may be out the door. So how important is it for John Cooper to hoist, to hoist another Stanley Cup? But how important has he been to this organization since he got here? He came in in late season 2013, and uh, that team was a little below average. He took that team and turned it around, right? They got swept versus Montreal in 2014, and then it took off from there. I think that he doesn't get enough credit for what he did from 50, if there, maybe 2015 to the sweep. Everyone just concentrates on the sweep because it's you know the first seed in all of hockey getting swept. But in reality, it's you can't lay it all on the coach when the team's been there prior to the sweep, right? Yes, they didn't get over the hump, whatever, but. I think that, like you said, with Stamkos, him now winning these two Stanley Cups and motivating his team, I think shows how much uh, how much of what's translated on the team is due to Cooper's um, success in Tampa Bay, right? He had this team ready for the bubble. Maybe you can argue he was the best coach in that bubble. I don't know how you can measure that, but he had his team ready. I mean, that's apparent. There was no Game 7 played by the Lightning last year. So, I mean, I, looking at what he's done, I think obviously his comments about Columbus and what happened, and he's been mellow throughout his whole career. And he was just like, listen, we're ready for next year, right? We're just, it happened, right? We're not going to be like, right? The GM goes out, makes the moves, and they have success again. Yeah, and you guys to win your uh, third Stanley Cup in franchise history. And I think the fir- the first team since the Pittsburgh Penguins to win back to back. So, would you basically say that because of them trusting the process, not giving up on their star players, you know, trading Stamkos, maybe trying to trade Hedman to rebuild, whatever it may be, because you guys added veterans, you guys added depth, whether it was Ryan McDonough, David Savard, Blake Coleman. Barkley Goodrow, Patrick Maroon could get his third straight Stanley Cup. So how important was it to add in a guy like Patrick Maroon, 
because this was a guy that got chirped a few years ago by Drew Doughty for still being on the fourth line at the stadium series in L.A., and now this guy could be on the verge of winning his third straight Stanley Cup. Yeah, uh, I think that he's kind of that guy that everybody can lean on, right? I just, being that presence in the locker room, the players knowing, oh, we have a guy that's been there, done that, been to Game 7, won the Stanley Cup. He's there. He, he's been there. He's 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 uh, been etched in hockey glory, hockey lore. I think, obviously, the Lightning didn't have that in 2019. They didn't have a guy in the roster that won the Stanley Cup. And teams just don't win when you don't have guys that haven't won the Stanley Cup or at least haven't been there. So I think that maybe everyone's I, – I, I've seen some hate directed towards Maroon, like he's not producing enough or yada, yada, yada. But he's that guy in the locker room. You know he's the guy in the locker room that's there that everybody leans on. He's a fourth-line guy. He – He's the one that's going to step in when someone's getting disrespected on your team. You see him. You see him chirping the Islanders. He was chirping yeah. Ross Johnston before. I mean, even in his short time with the Devils, he was that guy. Exactly. That's that's every team needs someone like that. Every team, and I, I think what hockey fans try to do is they try to take a player and they try to like micromanage every. Oh, Maroon. He's not good because so and so, but there's so many factors that play into why yeah, a guy does, deserves. Does their team have a Stanley Cup? Who? Oh, ex- exactly, exactly. Right. That, that's my point. You just have these people that comment just to say stuff, right? Just to start something. They don't really know what they're talking about. No, like it's the hardest trophy to win the to win in all of sports, and you're not just going to win it by Stephen Stamkos, Alex Ovechkin scoring a hat trick every game. You need your grinders. You need those dirty players to get in there and make those plays. And I, I don't mean like dirty like they're an asshole. I mean like yeah. they're, you know, us hockey fans know what I mean. And when I think we could look at the Capitals. They didn't really have that for years. And then they added a few guys. They added like Brett Conley, uh, Smith Pelly, and they won a Stanley Cup. And, you know, they haven't really been there. They've struggled since. But you need those grinding players to win the Stanley Cup. And I think that's the reason why the Lightning may be there for the next five years. They may go for a three-peat, a four-peat. I don't see them falling off anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, I don't either. I know a lot. You know, we can do a show discussing the expansion, everything, what I think is going to go on. But you're keeping the core, right? Maybe you have to get rid of, you know, uh, a guy on the third line, Tyler Johnson, right? Ryan McDonough has been thrown out there. Chernak, you're going to lose probably two, three key guys. I mean, at least two, I would say. Um, but listen, what, what's what's the trade-off? You won two Stanley Cups and you're keeping your core, so it's pretty good, right? You know, I think the Lightning, even if they were to lose players, they'll find a way, right? Next man up mentality. They have a couple guys in their system waiting to waiting to play. I mean, they have guys that are just scratched that could be playing right now i mean for a year in tampa with the buccaneers and the tampa bay rays they have that same mentality the tampa bay rays you know you could trade all these top players it could be evan longoria david price willie adamas whoever it may be it's blake snell you could lose charlie morton in free agency but they're still up there, the Rays. The Rays are still one of those top teams in Major League Baseball, despite having 
the worst um, payroll in the history of baseball, a small market team, and they still compete. So would you just say maybe that's just the mentality that Tampa Bay has? Because every Tampa Bay team seems to have success no matter what they do. Yeah, I mean, it's the last, I guess like last seven years, that's been the lightning, right? Like finding ways to win. I know they only only won one Stanley Cup in that span, but – you have a lot of other good teams that can compete against the Lightning. That's that's obviously true no matter what. So, yeah, 100%. They're always finding ways. And I think once you add those couple pieces to the puzzle, which were last year, Chattenkirk, Goudreau, uh, Coleman, you ultimately get over that hump and, and, and you can win that cup. Right? Like, like Coleman didn't win a Stanley Cup. Barkley Goudreau didn't win a Stanley Cup. But there are guys that – fit well that they're the missing pieces to the puzzle right yeah and it's unfortunately that the devils weren't in position to keep a guy like blake coleman because when it comes to the players when it comes to winning a stanley cup you need those players and i think the lightning organization did a good job to bring in those guys that they know can help them win the stanley cup because it's not like they're going out there and they're signing these big-name free agents, whether it's uh, Panarin, Bobrovsky, whoever it may be the last few years. They're sticking to their beliefs and their values. And they're, they have, yeah, they have their big names, but they were in their system. The Stamkos, the Hedman, the Kucherovs, the Kalorns, uh, the Palats. They are building a foundation. And, yeah, you may lose a guy or two. You know, a team may be calling, hey, we need, we want to get a Tyler Johnson. We want to get a Kalorn or whoever it may be, but they're sticking to their core. And when you, as long as you have that core, this is a lightning team that could be there for the next few years. Yeah, I mean, I think if you look at the Penguins after they repeated, uh, and after they went back to back and they lost to the Capitals, they were still a really good team, right? They went to the second round, they lost in six, but I mean. It was a really close series, to be fair. And I, I mean, if if you want to say the Lightning can be, it, it's definitely true that the Lightning will be back, in my opinion. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, but you know, obviously, three zero. It looks like the Lightning will repeat. Knock on wood. I, the only reason I'm saying that is because if the Lightning were to lose this series, then we'd be this. We'd be not talking about Columbus anymore. We'd be talking about Montreal and. How we lost, but in all seriousness, I think that if you lose a limited amount of guys, there's no reason why you can't be back next year. The only re- the only thing that I could see being a problem would be fatigue, right? You know, playing all those playoff games might be a problem. Yeah, and I don't, I don't see them lose. I think it could go five or six, but I just don't see them giving. I don't see them losing this series. I just don't. I think having that depth, it's see, it's not like. They have a few top players. It's not like um, that Bruins team in 2010 where the Flyers came back. It's not like they just have a Bergeron, a Chara, a Krejci. They, the Lightning have four solid lines, even on the defensive side. So if they lose this series and something is truly wrong, it could be fatigue, whatever it may be. But I see them winning this I do see them winning this tonight. I just don't see Montreal getting past the Lightning. And Carey Price is going to have to do so much 
to keep this series alive. So, what do you think? If the Lightning lose tonight, what do you th what do you think will go wrong? Um, let me see. I, I would say if the Lightning are to lose tonight, then the intensity would not have been would not be matched for uh, against Montreal. I think the one thing that the Lightning do that I don't like, and they've been doing it for years, is they kind of give up their defensemen kind of give up the blue line too often. And I, I think that can lead obviously to a shot on goal, but it may lead to uh, a, a prolonged shift for Montreal in the, in the, uh, their offensive zone. And, you know, that could be a problem for us. We're up three Oh, right? Like, I don't know how much fatigue plays an issue, but you don't want to be, uh, you don't want to get tired or unmatched against Montreal because you know, what they did against Vegas and all the teams prior, they can steal a game or two, right? It's not impossible, right? They haven't been completely awful. There's been a second period of game two, which I was at. They played great, right? There were instances last game where they played pretty decent. So I think that you just have to have the same mentality going to every game, right? You give up a goal, it is what it is, right? You know your team can score five goals on a whim. Like they've been doing it all postseason. So I think you just got to keep the confidence, in my opinion. So let's get to the Smythe because I think a lot of people could say Andre Vasilevsky. I think a lot of people could say uh, Kucherov. You could say, um, for me, I think it could be Victor Hedman. Who do you think is going to win the Smythe this year if you guys win? I think Brady if we win, if we win, I think they'll give it to Vasilevsky especially if he only lets in a goal or, or less, like if he gets a shutout or only lets in one goal. It, it's tough for me to say like who I think should win it, but I told you Vasilevsky will probably win it. That's just how it goes. I, right, I think Point maybe deserved it a little more last year, but I, I, I think if Point gets on the board tonight, yeah, I think he has as good of a chance as Kucherov, in my opinion. I think they wouldn't give it to Point just because of how, you know, Kudrov might hit 40 points, and that's insane. So, but I, th I think Vasilevsky, I think they'll give it to Vasilevsky. He didn't win the Vasna. I don't think that has anything to do with it, but he's just been their rock, right? He has been so good for the lighting, no matter what. So I don't think there's, I don't think there's any chance, besides those three players, I don't think anyone else can win it. All right, so I mentioned earlier in the show I want to get to this year. So when we when we, we talk about hangovers a lot, you know, the World Series hangover, the Super Bowl hangover, NBA Finals, um, Stanley Cup, especially this year where the seasons basically got delayed. You know, LeBron came out, he was complaining that a lot of these players are going to get hurt, and they did in the playoffs. Yep. So the Stanley Cup last year ended – around, I think it was like October, October 10th, sometime in the beginning of October. Season ended, season started, I think, early January, right? Devil's first game was against Boston. Yeah. Why, why didn't the Lightning struggle? Why were they able to get back to where they are today with the such, you know, the situation we've been going through? I think because of what they did, what they went through before, they, then they get over the hump. I think their mentality is, okay, 
we know our full potential now. What do we have to lose, right? Cut that in a sense, right? What do you have to lose, right? Nothing, really, right? You won the Stanley Cup already. You don't have anything to – I don't say you don't have anything to prove, but essentially, essentially for a team that, you know, proved to be that good, you really don't have anything to prove. So I think that combined with just some of the players played exceptionally well and Cooper's kept the same mentality – I think that's why they're back where they were. I mean, they they struggled a little at the end of the year, right? They dropped those two games to Florida, those regular season games, right? And they went to they went to the series versus Florida and beat them in six. So playoffs matter, and right, having something to prove, but at the same time, getting over that hump gave them a lot of confidence. So we talk about losing one or two guys in the off season. I want to talk about Mikhail Sergachev because it seems like lately. He's been he's been talks of like trade rumors. So will he be a Tampa Bay Lightning next year? I th- I, I think so. I think if they go down the traditional route with protecting the players in the draft, I think the defensemen protected will definitely be Hedman and Sergachev, and then you have either McDonough or Chernak or Foot, whatever you want to do with those guys. But no, I, I definitely see Sergachev as a Tampa Bay Lightning long term. Right, they signed him last year. They that was the problem. Right, they need to put these guys on long term IR. They need to sign Sorelli and Sergachev, and they and they did that. I think if you look at a guy like Sergachev, he plays on the third pair. He's been playing on the third pair since he came to Tampa, so his full potential isn't really maxed out there. Right, he's playing with Savard last year. He played with Shen. Right, so. I see him here for a long time, maybe at least a couple, at least five more seasons, in my opinion. Yeah. Let's get to a guy like Anthony Sorelli. We talk about depth. How important has he been to this organization? Yeah, I mean, he's especially right right when he started his first game. I remember he scored in Dallas. I. Uh, it's not all about the scoring for him. He did have a pretty significant slump this year. But the defensive play, right? He kind of models his play after Braden Point defensively, but Braden Point doesn't play on the penalty kill. Sorelli is an exceptional penalty killer. He he he's he's detail oriented, and I think that's what he excels at. Right? He's always if you watch Sorelli, he's always got he he knows where the puck's going to be. He's got that hockey IQ. He's ready to jump on a play, and I think his acceleration, his penalty kill. And his stick work, I think, just make him one of the more underrated players on the team. I think that's pretty easy to say when you guys have when you have a team that's filled with point, Kucherov, Stamkos. He's going to go underlooked, especially when he's not scoring goals. Let's talk a little bit about last year, especially a guy like Kevin Shattenkirk who couldn't really find his rhythm with the Rangers. You know, there was a lot of, you know, a lot of people criticized Shatty. You know, whether he was with the Capitals or the Blues, whatever, whatever organization it was. Why was he able to fit so well with Tampa Bay? Would you say it's just a system in place or he he just went to a team that finally appreciated him? I think a combination of the both, right? Like to your point, he fit in very well because I think, like you said, the teams that he knew he got bored out by the Rangers, obviously. The Lightning know that they just lost, they got swept to Columbus. It's a perfect fit, Right. The Lightning are looking to get over that hump. Shattenkirk's looking to revive his career somewhere. That's a recipe for success. Now, 
I think the Lightning have a knack for acquiring guys and they fit right in. I think just the culture down there it is terrific. It starts from top up and trickles down. Management is just outstanding down there. But the Lightning needed that that defenseman that could score, right? He was obviously maybe a lot better offensively years ago, especially with St. Louis. But he played a very um, sound defensive game but he provided that spark of offense when it was needed. And we talk about depth a lot because that's basically who the Tampa Bay Lightning are. And is we didn't you guys didn't lose a lot. You guys had Zach Bogosian, you had all these great players and they got contracts elsewhere. So I truly believe you guys aren't going to go anywhere. You're going to stay you're going to stay put where you are. It's looking like you're going to win another Stanley Cup. You may be you may have a chance to go on a three-peat, but how important, though, is it to win this game? Because they say the 3-0 lead is one of the worst leads. Even in a game, you're up 2 nothing, you're up 3 nothing. those are the worst. So how important is it to win this game and just let it get over with? Listen, it, it, if you win this, you complete a sweep, you, you know, the players and the coaches will come out and say, this is how, you know, this is the epitome of the team, right? They went to seven against New York. They battled that out and they come right back and they really, I don't, I guess you could say dominate, but they played really well against Montreal. I, I think that's the term to use, but you, you know, you, you're right. I think putting the icing on the cake to this back-to-back Stanley cup championship would be a sweep in Montreal, right? I know people don't want them to win in Montreal or whatever. I don't see them losing tonight. I just don't. I don't think there's a way they can lose. I mean, I, I, I don't want to be wrong, and I guess I wouldn't be surprised if I was, right? The Canadians are a great team, but I don't see it. Yeah, it's just hard to think they're going to lose. Like, I, I just don't – I see Carey Price giving it his all, but the depth, it's really so much different compared to the rest of the league. Because it's not like you have three or two good guys. You have six solid guys playing on that bottom six. So it's not like, God forbid, Shirelli goes down or Coleman goes down. You still have a lot of depth that could help you guys win the Stanley Cup tonight. Yeah, Kalorn's been out the last two games, so, you know. And before we conclude, let's get to Tyler Johnson because he seemed to step up his game. How important, and there were, I think there were talks a few years ago where he would have gotten traded for uh, Eric Carlson. There was this whole rumors going on, and I think Travis Zajac or Zaka would have went to Ottawa. I think it was some three-team three three trade. So how important was it for Tyler Johnson to remain at Tampa Bay Lightning but also step up this time around? I mean, it's, it's the icing on the cake, right? In 2015... He was the playoff beast for us, and now he comes and he steps up when the moment is when we need it the most. Right, those two game, those two goals. I think for him, but what do you think that does to the team, especially now coming into this game? Dude, like guys like Tyler Johnson are stepping up. Like they, they, they recognize that. Guys that have been there in 2015, they of course recognize that, and they say, "Listen, that's how you know you're rolling." When guys like that that were put on waivers this year, that were in trade talks for big guys, are now stepping up, I, I think that's huge. I really do think that's huge. 
All right, James, let's hear your predictions for tonight. Who's going to score? Who's going to win MVP? Hold on a second. Sorry. All good. Sorry. All right. Your question was? Predictions. MVP, who's scoring tonight? I will say 2 nothing, without an empty net. And I will say that Yanni Gord will get at least one. And I, I think Veselovsky is going to shut out. And I think that's why he's going to win the Smythe. I really do. And that would be another game he uh, clinches a series with a shutout. Yep. I mean, he, listen, <laughs> you can't say enough about Vasilevsky. Even when he gives up a lot of goals, he finds a way to rebound, whether it's the game he's in or whether it's the next game. And he loses that game, right? He never loses back-to-back games. He just doesn't. And that's why he's important for this Tampa Bay Lightning organization. Yeah, 100%. All right, thank you, James. It's been a pleasure. Glad you were able to come on tonight. Hopefully the Tampa Bay Lightning win tonight so you don't get nervous tomorrow. You got it, Doug. I had a lot of fun. I can't wait to do this. Hopefully next time I'm on, we'll be back-to-back champions. Oh, for sure. Take care, buddy. Thank you. That was James Diacamo on tonight's episode Thank you guys for watching us. Tampa Bay Lightning and the Montreal Canadiens will be playing tonight. Game four of the Stanley Cup final. Will the Lightning get the sweep and win back-to-back Stanley Cup? Or will the Montreal Canadiens look to create some history? Not many teams have came back from a 3-0 series lead to win the Stanley Cup or win a playoff series you know, my Devils, we almost did it in 2012, and then we fell short. But anyway, thank you for watching the Doug Survival Show. We appreciate it. Take care, and God bless. And then the multi-cultural event. I want to do that. I still want to do that. Hey guys, what's up? 
Hi, Doug. What's up? What's up, Mark? What's up, James? Congrats on the Stanley Cup. Thank you. How come your apparel isn't uh, updated? <laughs> it's been ordered for three days now. Just waiting on it. Oh, you did order it, though. All right. Yes. Mark, how you been? Good. Good. Andrew, how you been? How's that Wi-Fi doing? It's it's getting better. Man. You know, happy to be back on the uh, Doug Sarabo show. <laughs> it sounds like you're already breaking up. I, I probably am. All right, so we had a trade today. Duncan Keith is heading to the Edmonton Oilers. Since Mac is good with his takes, let's start with him. I mean, I think it's a terrible trade for the, for the Oilers. They took on all that cap for, I mean, for what, two years? A year and a half? Yeah, but he has, this, he, he, uh, champ, he has a championship pedigree. No, I know, and he does that leadership, but... It, it didn't make sense to move him for Caleb Jones. I mean, I know that the Hawks were, like, invested on Caleb Jones because they want Seth Jones, too. Then, mm, I don't know. I mean, it, I mean, Chicago fleeced them. I mean, a, a third-round pick for a 37-year-old and a bottom four, I don't know. I, I, don't know. I mean... I'm like mixed on. I mean, a lot of people are saying that Chicago like fleeced them, but I mean, Edmonton is getting Duncan Keith, you know, Hall of Famer, top yeah. one hundred player. So, I mean, veteran it, it can go presence. Can't just have Connor McDavid on the team. Well, no, I mean, and Oscar Kleffbaum was just ruled out for the entire season next year. So, Mark, what are your thoughts? I mean, I think it's a bad trade for Edmonton to give up. Uh, you know, a young. Probably going to be a good player and a third rounder with no retained cap. Uh, that's the biggest thing for me. If they retained it like at least like twenty or thirty percent of the salary, that would have been okay. But they're taking on what is it seven seven point eight million? That's it's insane. Yeah. It's like five point yeah, seven. He's getting paid a lot. Well, I think it's the bonuses and everything. The cap hit, I think, is like seven something. That's ridiculous. James, your team was eighteen million over the cap. So, what do you think about uh, this trade? I mean, to be honest, the retained salary doesn't affect my opinion, just because they have thirty million in cap. But I feel like maybe this trade—obviously, it's an awful trade for the Oilers if you look at it performance-wise. But from an Oiler perspective, I guess honestly, their mentality is: what do they have to lose after getting swept in the first round? So, you bring in a three-time Stanley Cup champion. And, you know, who, who knows? Maybe this is a mentality of like, okay, maybe this will attract more free agents to sign with the Oilers. Obviously, they need depth offensively. So. Yeah, but as we know, when it comes to Andrew, he doesn't like depth. All right, all right. Listen, depth depth is, is very good. De- depth is good. And, I mean, with the Oilers, they need a lot. Of it. Like, they need yeah. a lot. They need a lot. I don't think they're really going to make any big splashes. But... I don't know. With them, I I don't know. Because I feel like they just want to build off of Connor and, and Leon. And you, you can't do that. Yeah, you get, you get swept in the first round. I mean, well, yeah. I don't think their goaltending is that good either. Yeah, I don't Mike care Smith. how good Mike Smith played. Uh, he's he's going on – he's going to be 40 soon, so. And yeah, you need a solid goaltender. Have... Look at the Lightning. Who they got? Vasilevsky. He's the best goalie in the league. He's fine. I'm – not not much behind Vasilevsky. If we had to put him ankle, honey, he might not be wearing back to back here. 
So you gotta understand, you can't just have two average goaltenders like uh, Smith and uh, no. Koskinen. Yeah, right. you need someone that can prove it. I mean, even if he just steps up in the playoffs, like it's Bennington and and Murray, you know, they played shutout. Koskinen's not going to provide that. I mean, I think Mark could say the same thing with his Penguins. They don't really have a solid guy. No, and actually I just got reports today from Penguins Insider that trade talks between Vegas and Pittsburgh have picked up to try to acquire Marc-Andre Fleury. I think that would Pittsburgh. help Pittsburgh. It, 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 it would, what would you call it, um, establish Jari as a young goaltender in terms of, uh, you know, helping him grow as, as a player, you know? Because Flurry has, what, one year left? Flurry, Yeah, I think he has one or two years. I'm not, not exactly sure. But, so. but, yeah, what a season that was. It's yeah, a shame. I mean, it's a shame Bonos didn't work well, but that was a good season. I mean, you talk about the 2020-2021 Vesna winner, Marc-Andre Fleury. Um, I mean, to have him on any team right now is, is excellent, you know. So, uh, you know, Blackhawks won him as well. I saw that. You know, they just got rid of five, you know, whatever Max said, five and a half, six million off, off that cap. That's, that's Fleury's contract. You know, I hope he doesn't go to Chicago, but, you know, he won't. coming back to the Berg, I think that's the right move for him. Yeah, I think he would finish his career there, but he said he wants to stay in Vegas, so who knows? I don't think that's going to happen. Peter DeBoer doesn't like him too much, uh, as you saw from these playoffs. And I don't, know, I don't think his agent likes likes DeBoer either, so we'll see what happens. Nobody well, DeBoer was awful. He <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Devils he, 2012, uh, the Sharks in 2016. I mean, Pittsburgh was a better team, but still, it seems like this yeah, guy but- – the, the thing with DeBoer is he, he plays good. He, he coaches good for about two and a half rounds and then stops coaching. I mean, he I, I don't like him as a coach. I, I think, you know, firing Jared Gallant was, was the biggest mistake of their franchise. I mean, taking the team to a cup in their first year. You know, now the Rangers have him. I think the Rangers are going to be a great team next year with, with, with an exceptional coach. Yeah, and they have Adam Fox, who I always said all along the guy was elite. Yeah, all right. <laughs> All right. I don't know All if right. he's elite yet. Yes, he won a Norris, but I, I, I would say if if he keeps up what he does for the next two years, I think he will be up there with Hedman and you know. Do we think the Lightning's gonna keep their core? No. What do you define as? Their I know core? they're gonna keep their like key players like Stamkos, Kucherov, Hedman. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Don't don't rule out a uh, Stamkos trade. Listen, Stam is not going to leave. I'll tell you who's – I would trade him. He's not going to leave. It's not that he wants to leave. He Like, you guys don't need him. It doesn't matter about getting him. He's your captain. So there's a lot of intangibles, too. It's a lot Hedman of intangibles. Make, make a Victor Hedman captain. Yeah, but if if you think about it, what, it, what does it look if the Lightning give up a guy oh, yeah, who just won two Stanley Cups? What's, what's the, you know – no, it's, no, it's, it's they're bad. not even that much. They're not even that much in cap problem, you know. If they get rid of, you know, Tyler Johnson, which is what, 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 what is it, James? Five, five and a half, six million. Five, five and a Yeah, you get rid of him. Have Seattle take him or or trade him, and you know you might have to get rid of Palat. You might have to get rid of Palat and or Kalorn. I heard McDonough could be on the move. 
Seattle. No it it, it, it might look like a McDonough situation. Nobody's taking that. You might have that, to move a McDonough. It's going to be. Tough, I McDonough could be on the move. I don't think they. I don't. I think you have to protect Sergeyev, McDonough, and Hedman, and then oh, Chernak, sure and they're going to take Chernak. They're they're going to yeah, take. That's take that, that's the that's the risk you you no, you they, take. You leave. No, you leave. You protect Chernak, and then you, you leave to. McDonough unprotected. And if they don't take McDonough, okay, then you try they're to gonna, find a landing spot for him. Yeah, but they're, James, they're take what about foot? Well, that's a good thing, though. I want them to take McDonough. He's, he's almost making seven mil. That, they'll take foot. It's not, Chernak McDonough. is still young. Why would why would you risk no way no way they don't, yeah no way they don't protect Chernak no way. But foot, how do you not protect, how do you not protect McDonough though? Madonna has been your best seven mil. Years. He's making seven mil per season. He's making he's seven mil though. After the last two seasons, he's like thirty-four. But they he's won two better. Stanley Cups already, so it doesn't really because matter. Because of him. Them. Because, like I yeah. said, like yes, you have Hedman, you have Sergeyev. Yeah, but, but that McDonough, was that, McDonough that was is. Then. Yeah, but McDonough is your defensive defense. He's he he's a stay-at-home defenseman. No, Chernak's gonna Chernak's gonna evolve into that guy. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Turner proved a lot in the Cubs. I know. Good. Listen, he he's a great defender, but McDonough is is I would I would call I would say he he's an elite defender. He really I, is. Oh, I agree with you. Not, After his last two anymore. seasons, I I think. All right, so McDonough is what thirty four. Yeah, he, he's McDonough is just moving that. Insane. I mean, you're gonna have to at least move. I would say Johnson's gone. Sharnak is only twenty four, so it's not I like know. you want to give up on a you want to give up on a twenty four year old to keep a thirty four year old. Yeah, but you got to realize if they protect Sharnak, Cal Foot is going to be exposed. He's not on an an entry level yeah. deal. Yeah. So would you, do you want to lose Cal Foot or would you or do you want to lose Eric Sharnak? It's a good point. Yeah. No realizing that. I mean, Cal Foot still has a lot of potential. And, what, he's he does. and his brother was playing good before the devil season ended too. So yeah, no, and, no one thought's a great player. And no shot in the family. And they're not going to protect Ryan McDonough. There's no way it's going to be Hedman, Sergachev, Shernafa. That's yeah. why I think. That, that's why I think the Devils are going to have a PK Subban available. Yeah, he's not going to. Well, yeah, that. I mean, he, he, I don't but think no one take him. Even Seattle is not stupid enough to take him. Yeah, but they got to take a bad contract. Ryan I'll take a forward, probably. Yeah, Matthew Shane or Ryan Johansson. Exactly. Or Jacob. That's their bad contract. Mark not, the, not, Yeah, Brent, these are Brent all Burns. great players with bad contracts. I think they'll take Zach those Parise. guys over, over PK. I don't know about Parise. Yeah, Parise's too hurt. He, he's, his past yeah. with the injuries is like, do you want to? He might get bought out. I was hearing rumblings about him going to the Islanders. There yeah, it was him. It was him Miko Quinn wouldn't wave his uh, NMC. Soto just defeated uh, Atani. Yo, Pete Alonso, man, thirty-five home runs. Tampa guy. He went to uh, Florida, right? Yep. Yep. Shit, it seems like a lot of Tampa-related Tampa, Tampa related things are doing well. Oh. Now you just got to wait for the Rays to win a world championship. <laughs> Don't know that's happening. Lowest <laughs> salary. I mean, it's insane. Imagine they actually sign guys. Yeah, it's possible. No one goes to their games. How are they going to make money? 
It's possible. They're going to move. They're yeah, I did, I, did, I, I think they're going to move. No, I heard they're getting a new stadium. Yeah, they're going to move Montreal, downtown. With what money? No, they're moving downtown. It's already like in the works. The city. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that franchise is, is the state. Bad. The stadium is just awful. The stadium. Well, I know that. But that's not in downtown Tampa. People fill up for the playoffs. I mean, yeah, I mean, you do need a roof. You do need a roof though in Florida because it yeah, rains. But it's going to be automated. It's going to be. Yeah, one it's going to be the retractable. Well, Where they put that? Ybor City, I think they were talking about. Like, if you look at the stadium now, it's like it's like a freaking. It's so small. I, I mean, it doesn't. It, 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 it's an awful stadium. I've been there. It's probably the worst. It didn't even feel like an MLB stadium. I think the, light, the Lightning played there their first year, right? Yeah. That's where they drew the record crowd of like 27,000. Yeah, that's. You got to do something. All I you know move that. is that Mac was wrong with a few trades. I know. Let's see. I, uh, I, I'll give Dustin Edmonton Brown, this. Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Dude, I'll give this. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Edmonton got an, an excellent deal. Excellent yeah. deal. Excellent. That, that's what's going to save them in the future, having him sign for that little. And it keeps going yeah, down but, each year, I believe. But yeah, I think it's like two. It gets eight years, though. Eight years. Eight years. He's, he's a, he's, I think he's a 60, 55, 60 they need They need depth forwards for long term if they're going to have a dry not side on McDavid. So. Not not in like six years. He's going to be like a fucking 50, 60 point getter. I mean, All right, let's get to something serious, though. Is the Stanley Cup okay? No. <laughs> they're bringing it back to Montreal. It. I saw the dent. Hey, the Cup's going to Montreal. They had a yeah. yeah everyone was joking. Hey, the cup's actually going to go to Montreal. <laughs> yeah, they'll they'll, fix, they'll probably replace the top or something. I don't know what they're going to do. Well, well, they, doggy, take, they could probably take one of those um the things with the, you know like when you put it on the car and they like. I don't yeah. know if it's going to work with the Stanley Cup. I don't know. Uh, it's high quality. Metal. I don't think Pat Maroon's going to help in the process though. I don't think he's going to be in Montreal helping them though. That's for sure. Well, he's the one who dropped it, so. Yo, Kucherov was so fucked up. <laughs> he dropped so many f bombs today. Oh, okay, let, let's speak about Kucherov. Let's talk about the uh, the uh, interview he had the other, the other night. What do you think about that, Dougie? Which one? When he which one? When he's like number one bullshit or yeah, yeah. Hey. When he talk, when he, when he said that that other guy in Vegas disrespecting Flurry. What do you think about that? <laughs> I see, that was, was great. He, was he hammered, or he just that was great? Was like I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he was. No, he no. was drunk, at it, but I'm saying he disrespected another guy in the league. Like I, I, I personally don't care, but I'm saying like he obviously knows his name. Like he's not. Gonna yeah, you know guy. who's playing in the league. Well, unless you're unless you're a bum. Max. Mac? Oh. Well. <laughs> Oh God. Okay, so, <laughs> unless you're a bum, I, I can't see him not knowing. Yeah, like if you're like a, a Dustin Tarkowski or someone that you really haven't known that's been consistent in the league. I mean, for God's sakes, he played him in the 2016 Eastern Conference. All right, Andrew, what were you saying? Oh, yeah, so I have a question for you. Who do you want the Devils to, to draft? I don't know. It's very interesting. I really want Luke. It's very, Hughes. It really is interesting. 
I really want Luke Hughes, but I was talking to a friend of mine, and he says that he heard rumblings of them trading the pick for like a top defenseman. But I don't want it to be like an uh, one of those. But you get you're gonna get a young, young good potential defenseman. Why would you trade? No, I'm just saying there was like talks. They're trying to go after like OEL. No, Sergachev. Oh, Sergachev. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but. I mean, Sergeyev's not a top top four defender, though. But I oh, really want oh, I, I want Luke. <laughs> I, I think him and Jack that. playing together. Yeah, I mean, how how do you, how do you have this opportunity? You, you the guy who's pretty much I would say the top guy, you know, besides Heischer, on your team wants somebody this bad, especially his brother. How do you not have the opportunity? Yeah. To, you know, how do you not pick him? I don't understand. Why would you tra- why would you trade him? That's, this is why Hall left. Hall didn't feel like he was appreciated. Can you imagine if the Devils won the cup with both of the huge brothers? How hammered they no, would be I can't at the party the, scene. I, I I can't even see a parade in Newark happening in the next. I know. Years. I don't know. Watch. I'll go. To, I'll go. To, me, me and Mac would go to the parade, and me and me and him would be leaving on gurneys because it's Dude, dangerous out there. No, but where would it be? Yeah, where would it be? Broad Street. Probably, probably, probably Lafayette Street. What? No, that's just weird. Having a parade in Newark. That's where they it would be. Care about hockey. Nah, it, it, it. Honestly, honestly, it would probably be in East Rutherford, honestly. Yeah, you would have to do it there, East Rutherford. I, like, that's where they had it in uh, 2003, I believe. Oh, boy. But it wasn't They're even a parade. It yeah, it was more. It was more like a party. Yeah. It wasn't even a parade. It was like a more of like a well a listen, ceremony. Yeah. They're the New Jersey Devils. They're not the New York Devils. So nobody cares. You know, yeah, you have Ranger you fans. Worry, Go ahead, Matt. Doug, you won't have to worry about it either because it'll. It's never gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know, gonna I don't know if it's never. I don't know if it's never gonna happen, but. I would say a good like five or six years before they like go deep. That long? Yeah. Well, the, the, yeah. <laughs> they had first of all, they had no top defenders besides Severson. Severson's not even a top defender. You know, that's they have no no goal no scorers. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they don't have a superstar. I mean, the goal they, they're strong to right now. Exactly, and and, and he's your he's your captain, but. He has improved his leadership because, you know, he's been hurt the last two seasons. So, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, you know, making fun of the Devils or, or criticizing them, but they're five, I would say they're five years away from, from going deep in the playoffs. I would say they're only three or four. Damn, make, that's, making that, re- that really sucks. Well, yeah. Well, you cho- you well they they got, they're the worst. You know, they're one of the worst teams in the league right now. I mean – I mean, you know, you know, you know what I think is bullshit, and I, I'm not, I'm not quoting Cooch here, but number one bullshit is is Seattle getting a top three pick. I think that's absolute horse crap. Because you have teams who who've been in misery for years. Buffalo, I agree. Um, Us. You know, New Jersey. You know, who, yeah, but who the else? Devils always had bad luck with the lottery. It doesn't even matter. Bad you luck. You, you, you know what I mean? You got back to back. First no, I understand. But same thing last year. When the Rangers made the qualifying round, but yeah, that, that, yeah, that no, was that was bullshit. Was last, I'm sorry. Listen, listen, I could be wearing what? I could be wearing a Lafron Chai's hat because right now when a Penguins logo on it, for God's sakes. Yeah, I mean, the Penguins uh, weren't even yeah. bad. No, but well, they lost. Every, they lost that, in the qualifiers, so yeah. they had they had yeah, a chance to get the first pick. That it's, is bullshit. You still played. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess if the Rangers. Any, anyway, going back to my theory, going back to what I was saying, Seattle, ha- you know, an expansion team coming into the league should have a top ten pick. You know, but the top pick. three is ridiculous. Yeah. They should have the tenth pick, and it's absolute bullshit that that they deserve to have a top three pick if the teams like the Devils and the Sabers, we can even say the Flyers and teams like this who've been in misery for years, who d- now missed out on a chance of getting a top player. And that no, another thing I want to say. Vegas not participating in the expansion draft, absolute horseshit. Yeah, I don't understand why they had. Yeah, I don't get that either. They had four years. They had four years to develop a team. They have a team. They have an AHL team. To be fair, they might. I don't know. They might have already established that somewhere before Vegas was even good. Like they might have known an expansion team was coming, and once Vegas was created, they might have said that. Okay, you're not. You're not. Participating in the next expansion draft. I well, don't know what that last year, but that's, that's, that's besides the point. I think it's, I'm just saying it's, it, I'm I just, saying I agree it's with you. From the start. Yeah, that's ridiculous. They, look who they have. They have crazy amount of good players. That's, yeah, that's ridiculous. Four, you know, they made the rest of the conference finals twice. Yeah, but let's be real. No one thought Vegas would be this good. What? No, no nobody so thought that. So then change the rule. So it don't matter. The rule if it was in place. That's that doesn't matter. If it makes you guys feel better, it does not matter just because just. What happened? I'm saying just just because they're an expansion team, you know, I would I understand like if it was Vegas and then the next year it was Seattle, I would understand that. But they had four years to develop an AHL and NHL team. That they're a Stanley Cup team. I mean, you know, they they were they could have beaten Montreal. Montreal just had a you know had fire going until they hit you know a wall in Tampa. But I'm saying. I think it's horse crap, and and I think they should have to participate because oh, they could take everybody else four years ago, but we can't take you know they people can't take from them. I think it's absolute horse crap. Yeah, I, I just don't get it. Like it's not it's like how is it different? I mean, I, I mean, Vegas could definitely give someone up easily. But... They have. I feel they like have they, a lot of. They would give up someone good, like Seattle would get like a, a, a good forward probably. Because on defense, obviously, would be like Petro. They probably would have got Colosar. Mm, yeah, probably. Maybe even like, oh yeah, they were talking about moving Tuck, which I'm not too surprised about that. No. Oh, this is complicated. That's in what Talk two weeks. Vegas, let, let, yeah, let, July twenty third. Yeah, July twenty third. Uh, what do you think about the New York Islanders this postseason? I thought they Surprising. had a good. Sh- I thought they had a good shot to win it. They were one goal away from going to the Stanley I thought, Cup. I thought adding Zajac and Paul Murray helped, and now I wonder where they're both going to end up. I I, think, I I I sincerely think they're going to keep Paul Murray. I think Zajac is out. I think Sezikis is out. I think Zajac and... is going to go to Winnipeg. Whoa. And that's where he's Why from. Winnipeg. That's where he's What's from. Uh, yeah, that, that makes Finish sense. Finish his yeah, career. He's going to go back 34. to Jersey. Yeah, he might come back to Jersey, Jersey. but he came, oh, he came out I, and he came he out and he he came out and said, you know, being in Jersey, if you're not at Jersey, if you're not under the age of twenty-five, you're basically not part of the team. He's not wrong. Yeah, that's not that a good team culture. Is like, it's very like clicky and stuff. It's like you have your, your old 
heads in in one place, and then all your young guys are in Jersey City at a bar. <laughs> so I mean, I I it, I'm not wrong, but I mean, I I get it from from his point. I mean, he has a wife and kids. I mean, no no one no one really on the Devils has a wife and, and kids of a family like going to like the kids are going to school and stuff. Yeah, it's different. I can see that. Maybe Severson. I think Severson's going to be a lifetime. I think he's going to be a lifetime devil. He's not bad. No, I think he's a good defender. I just just think he he needs to be on a team that has good defenders behind him. Exactly. It's Damon Severson. He's not going to lead you to a freaking consummate. I mean, if the the Penguins had him, you know how dominant he would be? Just because he has good defenders to back him up. He have Latang. Dumoulin, which is, you know, two great defenders, and then you would probably have Matheson and, and Severson. That would be that would be a dominant top four. Yeah, I'm good. saying, like, who does he have behind him? PK, who turns over the puck every five seconds? I mean, that's your next best defender. Well, PK say, is right? more like PK is more like a movie star than a hockey player right now. Yeah, the guy's, freaking, the, guy's a, right the guy's now. a new ESPN analyst over here. Yeah. No, Yo, but I, I think... want the... Uh, the no, I think ESP. I don't know how ESPN's going to do hockey. I thought NHL, you know what? And uh, I thought NBC breaking, was great. Breaking news from Canada: Pierre Maguire signs the senior VP to player development. Yeah, what was that Ooh. about? Uh, I just hope he doesn't touch any little kids over there because he's a he's a creepy dude. <laughs> you think he's from Jersey? Yeah, he's a uh, you know he is, and you know what he 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 might be the most. He definitely is the most, the smartest. Like guy out there, I didn't hate him, but there was a report that came out that the Penguins actually interviewed him for a GM position in 2013. Oh God! And he turned it down because he had uh, seven years on NBC or, or left or something like that. He he didn't want to uh, leave, but if he was our GM, you know, uh, I can definitely tell you right now we would definitely not have two cups, two back to back. Yeah, there, there was just something out. about him. Like nice guy and all, but he would make like unnecessary comments during the game. He would be like, his wife, his wife is driving his kid to school now as we speak. Like, 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 like creepy comments like that. <laughs> no, he he definitely is a nice guy. Uh, yeah, he is. I think he's he's talking guy, about, but yeah. Listen, you know what? ESPN's gonna be different. You now we have Leah Hextall, you know, play by play next year. So we'll see how she does. Yeah, like like Andrew's a nice, great guy, but some of his hey, takes hey, hey. are like so. No, yeah, some of them are. Some of them aren't the best. Listen, you know what? I I think Mac is a unique guy in terms of he wants to be different from everybody. He wants yeah. to make his own. You, you gotta be different, man. Listen, Mac, you you are the most unique person I know. How about that? Oh, thank you. You remember when he got upset with uh, someone that someone not signing for him? Dude, I got upset all the time. Yeah, I was gonna say we cursed out the Dallas Stars the entire. Oh Dallas my god! Yeah. Fuck you, man. Oh my god! I, oh no, 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 no! I unfollowed <laughs> her. I unfollowed her on Instagram, Snapchat. She seems to be living her. We have no communication. She seems to be living her life up in LA. I I wish her all the best. Follow your dreams. Do what you gotta do. We, hey, we have she no ha- communication. She had an interview with Stanley Cup final play-by-play commentator Kenny Albert. Oh, nice. 
Yeah, she bombed it, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, man, good for her. I mean, I'm I'm currently talking to someone else, so I don't think she'll she want me talking about Melanie. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, right? I don't I don't think she she want me talking about her. Our dumpster so, yeah. robot analyst Andrew Mack finally has a girl. That's breaking <laughs> news. Dougie needs a, a girl. Doug, Dougie, you do need a girl. Let's, let's talk about this. I need a hockey fan. That's what I need. No, you don't. I'm telling you, they are bad. They are bad people. Trust me. No, they're not. Me, Khalifa's a hockey fan. She is. <laughs> She's a huge, huge Capitals fan, if you know what I mean. Oh. Me, Khalifa. You're too young, Andrew. Uh, Dougie, we, uh, <laughs> there, there must be some girl like at your bar and stuff. They're fucking Which harassing bar? me. The one that you work at. <laughs> Which oh the one the one I help? Don't you what do you do? Yeah, don't you work there? Work? Don't you work? No, there? I work at a restaurant and then I help out at a bar. Wait, do you get some, paid? Like, waitress there. Do you, do you get paid at this bar or do you just help out? No, I get I get free food, free drinks. Dog, <laughs> I mean, come good. on, man. Why? <laughs> that's good. Free drinks, free food. Uh, Mac, I haven't I haven't paid for a drink in God knows when. Dougie, I've yet to see this post-it note that you signed on eBay. Yeah, when is that going up? Where is oh, when it? is it going on eBay? Yeah. yeah when is it going that, on eBay? The, the, the post-it note that you signed. That's it, if he it, wants to sell it. Um, and no no photo, Doug? What's wrong with you? Yeah, Doug, what the how, hell's wrong yeah, with you? How bro? dare you? How dare me what? No photo? You're like, no photos. <laughs> I had to go. Out of all of the graphers at the Prue, you're the one that asks for, for photos all the time. Yeah. All the time. Whose alarm was that? With the Ketos already. <laughs> Whose alarm was that? Mine. Mine. I, I was getting a uh, FaceTime. Oh. Who, Mel? I... <laughs> no, no, it was my uh, other friends. Let's talk about 2022 Stanley Cup champion Pittsburgh Penguins. I don't think so. You guys got to fix goaltending. I don't think so. I think Jari was was nervous in this first year. I, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna you know full 82 game schedule. I think it's gonna be a good year for the goaltenders in Pittsburgh. I think the Smith just had surgery. Jari just had surgery. They they knew players now. Yeah, but. I mean, you might. W- I think you guys have a good shot. Well, we're Listen, going back. The divisions are going back to the way the way it's been. So yeah, but I mean, I could imagine you, the teams are going to be the Islanders, maybe. It would probably be, uh, excuse me. It would probably be Carolina. Not in any order. Carolina, Pittsburgh, Islanders, Washington. I think those are the playoff teams in the Metro. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And it should be interesting. Matt, Mac, you seem to be on mute because we cannot understand what you're saying. <laughs> that guy's a loony tune. <laughs> no, but did, did, did you see the Dustin Poirier Conor McGregor fight the other night? Yeah, he got uh, McGregor got hurt or something. Yeah, what do you, what do you think about that? They called it a, a, a knockout. 
TKL. What do you think about that? I think they should have not had it finish. I wouldn't have called that a knockout. I mean, you could because. Um, but 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 do, do you think Poirier is is you know like a, oh, I don't want to say the word like a vagina in terms of taking that win after I love Dustin. I I I I think listen, Poirier had had you know his way with Connor. Connor got up and you know he was ready to go back to fight, but unfortunately, uh, you know his ankle was just gone. <laughs> I saw that live and I was. Uh, oh, it's I a complicated it's a complicated situation because you could say, you know, the guy got hurt. But, but it wasn't even by, by the other guy. It was it was his own doing. He broke his own ankle. I don't know. I mean, he. I, got, I know. I know. Mac is a big Poirier fan, so let's let's get let's get. He some, got hurt, so I guess you. I, mean, I don't know. It could have been ruled a uh, uh, no contest, but. I think it should have been just because he hurt himself. You know. Yeah, it's not like Poirier like hurt him and shit. How 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 is Poirier? You met him. He's a very nice guy. Very like down to earth dude. Like, I, I saw that uh, he didn't want to take off his mask. No, he he would have, but it was per like like store policy. Um, it was in like it was in April. Yeah, but I swear he did personalize. Only for one, because on the other two he put the uh, uh, the diamond. So. Yeah. So we haven't really heard from James in a while. So James, I want to go back to the game we played at the wreck. What happened? You scored on uh you scored on your buddy Mark. Yeah, I was unfortunate to play. You know, the guy just threw it right in the night. I don't think we were expecting it, you know? Pass right in front. I Listen, guarantee he wasn't doing that on purpose anyway. No, Listen, I know you did. I just want to make a statement here. The 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 defense that was on my team was horrendous. It was at one point there was a four and oh coming on my way. Sorry, and, sorry, Mark. Yeah. And you know what? I, I actually saved that shot. But I'm saying there's a four or no, and what am I supposed to do? You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. You I played about well though. I know I played well. I actually had a broken toe after that game. So. Oh boy. I was, I was frustrated more than anything that day playing. Dougie, Dougie, <laughs> I can't tell you how many times that you had a a beautiful golden chance and, and it just whipped off your stick. No, uh, I was talking about James playing good against me. Oh, J- James so robbed you on about like four different occasions. Yeah, and I was pissed. You know, I told James today if he made it if he made it professionally and won the Stanley Cup, I'd be so fucked up that day. <laughs> I'd be hammered so out of my bad. mind. Would you lift the cup? Oh yeah, I'd lift the cup. Let's see your cup lift. Lift the water bottle. That's it. That's what you're gonna do. Not like a couple like woo. I mean, I guess I have a replica upstairs. Oh, let's let's see it. I gotta go grab it. My name's on it. So go. Your name's go on the cup. Holy yeah, shit. it's the Royal Hockey Rec League Cup. Oh God. So uh, hold on. You know don't, what? Don't pause it. We'll just me, Mark, and uh, James will talk. No, we won't pause it. We could go to a commercial. Let's go to commercial. Here, go to commercial. And then I'll get it for us. Yes, let's. I want to see the the replica cup. All right.
Monroe Falcons are playing the St. Joseph of McCutcheon Falcons. Past uh, that game's history, we have a, a state's uh, championship on our mind now. The ranch, the buffalo. It all works together very nicely. Welcome to Falcons Insider. Falcons Insider. On today's episode, lot of, we're doing a lot of great work. You know, this is work that people said couldn't have been done before. A lot of money doing something you love. Re-elected team reporter. Yeah, what a season that was for you. 54, 54 points in 18 games. Um... But definitely, I mean, I, when I said that we're going to win GMCs, I think yeah, that's another one that, that we remember. Yeah. You just said it with, with so much Alright, we're back on the Doug Survival Show. Well, this is, um, this is the MVP trophy I won in 2012 when we won the championship. Oh, boy. So I think that looks like the Stanley Cup. Every team made the playoffs that year. We were that we were the our team name were the Kings. So the Kings went to the final that year. We went to that final that year. Um, so Doug, can, can can we can we see the final seconds? Like can you just like like um, pretend you on the final seconds of, of this roller cup, and let's see you lift that lift that beautiful cup. All right. Yes. Yeah. I love so, it, Doug. Yeah, we won it. We were like two. Doug, how, how, Doug, how come we don't bring that over to the ring? We should. We should. I should talk to Mark and be like, let's do it. Let's do a tournament for the day and have um, the winning team get to skate around with the cup. That would be pretty cool, right? So I think we were like two and seven. Um, every team made the playoffs. One versus four. Two versus three. And all the worst, we were like the worst team in regular season. I think we got outscored. But then the playoffs came, and we just got on this roll, and we went like four and one in the playoffs, won the championship, and I think we were. What were we? I think we like. I just. I think I gave up like nine, uh, nine goals in those five games or something. We were just on a roll. But yeah, um, let's see. That's actually a pretty nice cup. Yeah, because the commissioner, did you, did you, huh? Did you the, like you get to keep it? Well, the commissioner moved to Florida uh, in like 2015, so he he left it for me because I guess I was the greatest goaltender to ever play in that league. So that makes sense, yeah. And he told me if I because mm-hmm. we're, we're trying to start up the league again, so if I have, I'm this, waiting. I'm I waiting over here. Uh, here we are. Would you wear waiting. white gloves and everything? Yeah, I present it. I would present it that way. Uh, yeah, there we are. There's my name right there. Can, can we show us to the camera, please? I don't know if you see it. Right there. I do Douglas Arava. Yeah, champion. I love this thing. Yeah, do, do you sleep with it at night? No. Ah. It's next to my bed, though. But yeah, I won three of these, so I couldn't have been any prouder. You want, is it heavy? No, it's plastic, but I want it. 
I won this beauty. That's a beautiful. That's a beautiful trophy. Yeah. Anything's no. Nothing's better than the Stanley Cup. So speaking of Stanley Cup, the 2021 back-to-back Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning. Um. Who will they get a win of this year? Like, I know we spoke about it earlier, but like I Johnson, think gonna, Tyler Johnson, Devard, Goudreau, Coleman, one of one Coleman. of Goudreau. They're going to resign. Yeah, Kucherov, one of Vasilevsky. Well, they're all going. They're going to resign probably Goudreau. Coleman's going to go probably because he's going to want like four and a half, five. Yeah, Johnson, Coleman, Savard. Well, I'm talking about yeah, Johnson, Coleman, Savard. Curtis. Hope. Um, <laughs> I mean, if it, and and if McDonough walks, then you can resign Coleman. Where's McDonough walking to? That's what I'm saying. Not going to happen. Walking back to the liquor store. <laughs> Probably going to keep McDonough. And I'll tell you a funny story about Andre Vasilevsky while we're on this landing topic. Me and him. Alone, one on one, right before he gets into the Uber, I asked for his autograph. Have a nice photo for him, right? Yeah. I, you know, this guy is like six foot, like six, like he's gigantic. I'm looking up at him, like, can you sign? He tells me fifty bucks. I go, I have forty. I have two twenties in my pocket. Here you go. He goes, nope, fifty. Gets in the Uber, drives away. <laughs> Ovi did the same thing, but he Bro, said, my, uh, my buddy Pat. My, yeah, my buddy Pat walked with him from the steakhouse. I guess we lost Andrew. <laughs> from the steakhouse to the hotel with a $100 bill. He then pulled out another $100 bill to make it $200. He, he turned down $200 cash. It's amazing. It really is amazing. So while we're talking about, you know, the Lightning losing people, is Patty Maroon going to go to the Lightning again, or are we going to see him with a team that wins another cup and he gets four straight? He'll stay. Oh, have one more year, and then, yeah. you know, see how it I goes. Think he's gonna, I think he's going to be the newest member of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah, all right. He's not leaving. He I might. think he's – We I got him on one, more year, one, year, one more year with Maroon at least, so. Yeah. So, on a level of drunkenness – how drunk was he from last year? Like one, one being he, he wasn't drunk at all. Five being he was yeah, nothing... going home from the park. He seemed very like like he couldn't he couldn't even walk. So I would say same level. Gord was pretty out of it too. McDonough was yeah. There's nothing greater than dead. drunk hockey players. Yeah. Yeah. What about Nine. Justin Schultz during the Penguins parade walking down? Um, Boulevard of the Allies in Pittsburgh with with a, with a beer just going like this in the middle of the street. What about Ovi? Oh, Ovi was on a different level. That guy's been wanting a cup yeah, guy, at yeah. that point. Was it 13, 14 years? He's a different breed. Yeah, Ovi was. I, I think we should. Talk, I, I think we should have James put on that retro jersey and see how it looks on him. No, I can't. I can't put that baby on right now. It's got to stay right there for now. Who is that, Vasilevsky? I see an eight. Yeah. So, so James, I see behind you a 2020 Snake Cup champions. Are you yeah. going to get a back-to-back banner as well? Or? 
No, because I'll get a back-to-back banner if we lose next year. Because if there's a chance we win, I'm, I'm going to have you, a back-to-back and then a back-to-back-to-back. Here's the thing. You're not going to win next year. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, there's no teams that do three-peats these days. I don't just, know. It's just, the last team to do that was was the 1980 to 1983 New York Islanders. Yeah, I don't I don't see the light. Always a first time for everything. You're right, and guess what? Next year is not that year. <laughs> yeah, it's not that year. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, I criticized the Lightning this whole playoffs. Everyone knows I was rooting against them. I criticized the Lightning the whole playoffs. Yeah, that's what I said. People, people and, had them losing to Florida in the yeah, first no, round. I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I thought I, I thought Florida was going to put up a fight. They did. I had them going to the Eastern Conference Final. I had the Islanders beating them in seven. Hey, it went to seven. The Islanders just couldn't. Well, get when I did there. my, bra- I think when I did my bracket, I think I had I had Toronto and Boston in the Cup Final. Yeah, I think I had my Final Four teams was Vegas, Florida, Toronto, and Boston. Mine was Montreal, Carolina, Colorado, and I think the Islanders. I had Vegas. Toronto, Tampa Bay, and Boston. Then I had I I had Colorado and the uh, Islanders. Did they even do the reseeding? Yeah, yeah. Did? Yeah. Yeah, because the Lightning had a whole mice against the Islanders, and the Lightning were technically the three seed, but the Islanders were the four because they finished fourth in the the, uh, Mass Mutual East. Yeah, but shouldn't the Islanders have played Vegas then? No, Montreal was the uh, the the fourth seed, and and Vegas was tied with the Avalanche for uh, points wise. So for the, the uh, number one seed, yeah, Champions. Tampa Bay was worse than Montreal uh, Vegas. So yeah, Tampa so. Bay and the Islanders in the middle too. Yeah, uh, Montreal was, had like fifty something points. That was confusing. I'm just <laughs> glad we're going back to the. Um, the I know. I know. Yeah, I know. Thank God. I think. I think it's going to be a, a tougher division with Carolina jumping back in the Metro. You know, you're going to have you're going to have a Stanley Cup finalists, Lightning and Montreal in the same division. That's going to be tough. Yeah, I don't I, think Montreal makes the playoffs. Montreal's year. not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, Carolina. I disagree. I disagree. Montreal's not going to make it. Rangers are going to get the wild card in your division. Yes, sir. and then you know, figure it out. Can, from there. Can, can Lafreniere be that player that he's supposed to be? Is the question we should be asking ourselves. Well, the real question is: Are the Rangers going to acquire Jack Eichel? No. Yes. Or or, or yes. resign Jack Johnson? I don't know. Yeah, the Jack Rangers will get Eichel. Eichel is not going to the Rangers. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yes, he will. Dougie, I'm kind of in your boat. I think there's three teams that are in on Jack Eichel. That's the LA teams, Anaheim. the Anaheim Ducks, and the New York Rangers, but the finalists, I think, are going to be the Kings and, and the Rangers. Jack yeah. Eichel is He's going, going to the Rangers. Jack Eichel will be a devil by the end of the summer. I'm Dougie. You are. No, nah, I'm messing with you guys. I think. Yeah, okay, he, I think he's going to be a king. I think he's going to be a king. I think. I don't think so. Yeah. I, I think. think, I, think that's, I think that team is in a good direction moving I forward. Agree. Wants to, I think he's going to be. A, and if you yeah, add a piece gonna, like uh, you add a piece like Eichel, they're going to be. Gonna I think he's going to be a Plus, duck. I think I think no. they want to help out Gibson. Anaheim already said that they're not moving Zgross, and they're definitely not moving Drysdale. The only realistic piece that they could move that Buffalo would bite on is John Gibson. That's the only piece that they could move that would make sense for Buffalo. John Gibson's next team is is is, is going to be the Penguins, if anything. No, I know. Go. But but even with the Kings, they can move Jonathan Quick, and that'll free up so much cap. 
that they can bring in Eichel and possibly Tarasenko. Where's Tarasenko go actually now? Not, not the guess. Islanders. Not the Islanders. I I'm think it's say, the Islanders. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, the uh, LA Kings. LA is going to be crazy this offseason. They're in on Dougie Hamilton, Seth Jones, Tarasenko. Jack, I, mean, I think it's two of those guys. All right. Jeez. All right. Landis there goes Cobb. the cap after that because Dougie's going to want 8.5. Yeah, Dougie's going to demand yeah. so – I don't think Dougie's going to go to L.A. I don't no, think, I think, no he, he, he probably – Dougie? Yeah, okay. Well, what cap? <laughs> no, Dougie's going to go to the Toronto Maple Leafs and Morgan we, Raleigh we, is, is on The Penguins don't need defensemen. They, they have a solid decor. It's more of uh, the goaltending that we have to focus on this year. Yeah. What about Zucker, uh, Mark? Uh, I think Zucker's going to get traded. I think Pedersen's going to get traded. And I think – I'm sorry. Let me let me, let me, let me uh, reset myself. Zucker's going to go to Seattle. There you go. Pedersen's going to be traded. And I think that, that frees up like $9 million right there. Because I'm going to say, what about your, uh, your uh, boy, Zach Aston Reese? I think he's going to stay and he's going to get about a million and a half for three, four That's- years. That's low for him. He actually played. Yeah, that, 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 he got lower than that this season. I think it was like a nine hundred. Yo, Pete Alonso's loving this right now. Did he win again? Yeah, he's about to beat Soto, but he's like waving his hands to the crowd. Some girl just said, "Here's some Gator." He's like, "No, I got it." Oh, uh, I, I, I thought you said some girl showed showed uh, him <laughs> his t- her tits. Yeah, he's a beast. Yeah, well, he's from Florida. Everyone from Florida seems to be successful. Not Jack Hughes. <laughs> Jack Hughes is still a kid. <laughs> I know, I know. That and Jack Hughes isn't really even from Florida. He was pretty much raised in, in Canada. Yeah. Jack Hughes could change the devils around. He's just too young. Well, I mean, he also needs players to play with. I mean, you know, Jesper Broad in the first line isn't I, but ideal. We, we really screwed up the Taylor Hall situation. That's That pisses me off. Well, I mean, considering that you guys actually got stuff for Taylor Hall. I, I know, but he great. should still be there. You shouldn't have to turn your core around and get rid of him. What am I looking at? Oh, oh that's, that's the cut. Oh, that's the cut. <laughs> I mean, you guys booed Taylor Hall out of Jersey. I mean, this is I didn't. There, there's so Come many on, double you. fans that are clueless, honestly. Yeah, I don't know why they would hate. I mean, Taylor Hall couldn't make any sense to me. That guy. I mean, if you guys brought in, like, someone else that could help be the, the face of the franchise, yeah. Eichel, because Taylor Hall is... Yeah, all right. I mean, maybe you give up number four. Dougie, yeah. they're going to want... A, Dougie, they were asking for Lafreniere, Zibanejad, and, and Kako just for Eichel. I know, but I'm Yo, just did, saying, if you did, could bring did in Did you someone... guys see this? Who is that? I, is I, don't that... Could, I don't know if you can read the caption. It says... The home run derby baseballs are signed by the player who's batting. Oh, damn. That's cool. Yeah? Where did you find <laughs> that? On Facebook. Oh, shit. I got to go on one-on-one. Probably be like $18,000. Oh, yeah, for sure. Dougie, how do you feel about Brock Besser? Uh, I think he'd be a- I don't think he's. The, I think he'd be good for the Dallas, but I don't think he's I like know. one of those elite players. I uh, I I want the Devils to to get Brock Besser. Why he doesn't sign for you? 
No, I mean he'll be great for you guys. He I mean, he's not I, he's he's not loving Vancouver right now, and he'll be yeah. he's a a great winger that could help Jack Hughes. Because you guys have no wingers besides Holtz. Yeah, I know. And and Sharon Govich. I don't know. It's really but it's a the, tough situation in Jersey. The Devils bit the pressure, man. James, who's that right there? Where? Underneath the pennant. That's from 2015. That's oh, that's Edmund when, uh... Strollman, A.T. Brown, Cedric Paquette, and Callan. Seattle Kraken announcer. Oh, yeah, J.T. Brown, Seattle Kraken. Yeah. That should be interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Do they have a good run as the, the Knights, or do you think it's going to be tough? I think it's gonna be a little more tougher than, you know. Yeah, they're. I mean, they. I mean, yeah. Not gonna be their ideal start of the start of their franchise, but you know. I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of slip in as the eighth seed in the playoffs, though. I really wouldn't. No, they could. They could slip in as a wild card. Well, they're gonna be in the Pacific. And that's not exactly, you know, a strong division of San Jose, Anaheim, L.A., Arizona. Yeah, you got yeah, you got quite a few teams that are rebuilding. Vancouver, yeah. Edmonton. All those teams are really in rebuild mode or on the upside, looking up at the outside. It's gonna be it's gonna be weird, but I'm excited for Seattle. Yeah, because you got yeah. Wait, hold on. So um, the Pacific is gonna have nine teams in that division. No, I think I no, think eight. we get Arizona. I think Arizona goes to the Central. Yeah, Arizona flip flops. They go to the Central. But this is yeah. all pending border, you know. If the border opens, uh, I saw Nova Nova Scotia is in phase four of reopening. So, right, yeah. Well, they let the players travel reopen. for the conference. Um, not the conference. The yeah, that's only final. that's only that's only two teams though. What, what about the other? 30, you know, 28 teams or whatever. You know, I have yeah. to travel back and forth. Yeah, yeah it might it honestly might be a problem. It'll be a – it'll be a – Listen, they all have the vaccines. That They're all going to be fine, so. Yeah. I mean, I, I know. They, I know everybody in the Penguins has it and their staff, so. Yeah, like most players have it already. Yeah, well, they already have families and, and wives and – you know, that, that worried, what the hell they were right about, you know? Yeah, it's going to be interesting, though, that's for sure. No, I'm excited to uh, go watch the I say, I say, uh, yeah, you know what? I might get a, I might get a hat for Seattle. I don't know if I'm Jersey. But they do. I actually like their logo. I like their colors. I was hoping more of like a, like a darker blue with a, with a red in and green, but I like their logo. Yeah. If that's, I might get a shirt, like, depending on who they, like, select. I mean, their best player would be, like, Max Domi or, like, Ryan Johansson. I know. I saw on uh, one of the mock drafts on Instagram that they were taking Brian Russ from the Penguins. I'm like, this this mock draft is horrendous because they're going to protect Russ. Why would they not protect Russ? Yeah, like, it all depends who the doubles get, too. They're going to take Johansson. Not who the Devils get, but whoever goes to Seattle from New Jersey. Yeah, Janssen. Yeah, he wasn't really that good this year. No, he was terrible. I don't know, the Devils, 
ever since the new owners took over, there's been like so many. They just hired someone today, or someone just took over. Questionable, questionable moves. Well, I think Tom Fitzgerald should not be your GM. I think he has has no contract. He does not have a uh, contract right now. So you guys have no GM. The draft is next week. (laughs) Let's go Devils. Go Devils. Oh, yeah, we're great. Uh, I'm on the Hockey Riders website, and they have a prediction that I want to see what Mark has to say about this. Vegas traded goaltender Robin Leonard to Pittsburgh for Tristan Drury, Pierre Oliver Joseph, and a 2021 second-round pick. What's wrong with this? Oh, my God. You're, tra- you're, tra- you're trading a guy who you traded get two times the NFL champion for. I don't know why you would trade him. Tristan Jari is 25 years old. Don't think you're trading him for an aging goaltender. Jari, yo, I think this is a parody website. You no, know, that website sucks because they they wouldn't they were not gonna trade. Hextall does not trade. Hextall they have is, um uh DeBrus going to Montreal. I can um, see that. Washington trading Sam Sonoff, Orlov, Kuznetsov. Vinicek might go to Seattle. Now we're just talking about everyone now. I mean, yeah, Vitek Vanacek is probably going to go to Seattle as their number two goaltender. I mean, Washington's probably going to trade Kuzi and maybe Orlov, but I don't know about. I know what Kuzi on Seattle. I could see that. No, no, they're going to trade him. I think I I, I just said that. I said Kuzi to Seattle. I got him going to a, in a trade, in a trade, not expensive. Minnesota. I think he'll be. So, a, are the Capitals going to go into full re- rebuild mode? Yeah, that's no. what I wanted to talk about. I, they're not an yet. team. Not yet. Not yet. Kobe's I a think, free agent. I, well, did anyone, did anyone see that Krill Kaprizov turned down an eight year or what? An eight year, nine million a year deal? Bro, Mans does not care about anything anymore. He, he doesn't. The best. Wait, wait. So if, if that's the case, what is that also fetching? Is he is he gonna turn down Obi that kind Rome, of money? A three year by eleven point five mil. He'll get. Is Ovi going to be a capital? Yeah. Yes. I don't think so. I don't. I really don't think so. Where's he gonna Where's go? Where's he going? Where's he going? I think he's. In, I think he's gonna go to the island. Yeah. All right. To play with Drago and that coaching no staff, way. yeah, it's oh, possible. All right, Mark. They need they need a goal scorer, and who not? But the best goal scorer, at, uh, pretty much of all time. Why? Why would Ovi leave? Why? No depth. Yeah, oh. he, they're not going to go. Oh, they're not going to win a first round. Washington, come on. I don't think he would, but he's if... not going to leave Washington. He's no, not Mark's not wrong by saying that the Islanders need him. He's just not no. going to leave Washington. Yeah. yeah, but if he wants to win another Stanley Cup, <laughs> well, I mean, then I mean, no, no, he's not. He's not going to leave Washington. <laughs> he's not going anywhere. I could see the Islanders acquiring Vladimir Tarasenko. Me too. I, I, I could just story. see Ovi not, not you know, being appreciated there. See, here's the thing. Why doesn't he have a contract then? Because exactly. he wanted to wait until after the expansion draft. So that means he, there's possibility he may leave. No. Then why wait? Why wait? You know, Listen, nobody knows for sure. Why wait? wait? It's it's Ovi. He can do whatever he wants. I know, but why you're saying that he's gonna wait to see? I don't know. Go 
go talk to their uh, GM. You just said it. I'm repeating your words. He said he all wants right, to wait right, so, after yeah. the expansion draft. Yeah, he, yeah he's going to wait. So if Obi could do whatever he wants, the guy could just walk up and leave too. He could. I could see him go back to uh, CSKA. He's not gonna I go. Gonna go play in. He's gonna stay with the. He's gonna stay with the. Yeah. Caps. No, I, I, I can honestly see. I can honestly see Ovi, and this is very far out there. Go to the Tampa Bay Lightning. With what money? I don't want Ovi. Oh, <laughs> with what? Well, money? Wait, wait. They they can just they can just add to their uh, their uh, balance that they owe the NHL. Someone <laughs> if if Someone Ovi said leaves, he's he's gonna go to the uh, Panthers. Live in Florida. I see that. I see that. Florida. No, I think. I think. I think. Taxes. I think. I think exactly. Malkin's gonna go to. Uh, is gonna end his oh. career there because he lives in Miami. Oh, oh. the Panthers. Malkin. Malkin. I'm totally behind that. It's just amazing how we're in a new era of hockey. Yeah, Duncan where anybody can get traded. moved. Exactly. Don Keith was gonna get traded just because his time in Chicago was up. They're looking for younger, better players. Yeah, but yeah, they're gonna like, be a good team. If you told me this like like five years ago that like Duncan, well yeah, well five years ago you're still pretty decent. That, yeah, I wouldn't have said it, but things change though. over the years. Well, everything's going to change crazy, one yeah. time or another. I mean, Vasilevsky is going to be the best goaltender for years to come unless someone oh, comes up. And... Well, Connor Hellebuck isn't too far behind Vasy. I think he's eight years away from Vasy. He's not bad. Va- Va- Vasy is just. He he plays, from, from from how I watch hockey is is the guy just plays different. He makes himself bigger than what he actually is. Like he's just a, he he's plays bigger than that. It doesn't <laughs> okay, matter. He, his, pads, his pads are huge. Yeah, you know, it's that between him and Price, the way the equipment was, is like this guy's humongous. He, he, Come it's because he's a he's a taller, lankier dude. That's why. It's the angle of the camera. He's closer to the camera too. No, well, I just big. I saw that I was like, whoa! No, like, it, holy! It, he's a, he's a yeah, skinnier, no. lankier dude, so the the equipment's gonna look um fucking to look bigger. And he, no, he, he, you know, different. Yeah, yeah Vaskowski. But what I was saying was, Bishop. yeah. Here's the thing: like, I, I, you know, I watch a lot of hockey, even if it's not Penguins. And Vasi just plays so differently from these goaltenders, and he he comes out of the crease. Uh, you know, from what Pierre was saying from the finals is that not Pierre was it Boucher who was doing the finals? Whatever Boucher was saying right. is that he learned his puck skills from Bishop. Yeah, Bishop was a great, uh, great puck handler. Uh, you know, until 2016 when he. Uh, Hurt himself going around the net. You remember that, James? Bishop was, Bishop was so good. He was a Vesna finalist for us. Also James, do you remember that when he got when he got hurt? Of course I do. Yeah, that was that was game two, right? Of uh, game one. Yeah, game one. Game one in the first, like five minutes into the first, he he. I think he lost the puck. Or he, he tried, no, over. he came back in front of the net and he just tripped. Yeah, he, he he rushed back to the net, and I think he got caught on the side. I, I don't know really know what happened. I can't remember. He's but. so big, he can't move. He's so big, he, no, no no lateral movement. No, he just can't move. I know. I, I'm pretty sure he tore his hamstring, but I don't remember. What Gigantic. They said. And now he's he away. Seven, right? Now he's just injured every year. Well, what what I what, what did I say to you back in like 2014, 15, James? 
he he he's so good down low, but he just get he gets beat up high just because he's so like he's so slow to get up. You know, he 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 was so good for the Lightning in those in the, the two Rangers years in the playoffs. In so good. Yeah, the the Rangers. He shut out the Rangers in twenty fifteen. My fucking nightmare, dude. Bishop was so good in Game in, Five in, and Game Seven. Game Five and Game Seven just it was right there. Nuts. Maculation Nine Islanders fan who got decimated by Vasilevsky the last two years. No, dude. Bishop in in twenty in twenty fifteen was different. Yeah. Like that. Now was that, a was a, that was a different dude. Yeah, and I, I think they could have beat Chicago, but a, a couple bounces didn't no. go that way. Well, that Bishop Chicago played hurt that whole series. Crazy. Bishop was hurt. Tyler Johnson had a broken. I'm not making it. I, you can't make excuses though. So, no, no, but like, if, you, Chicago if you look at that goal by Patty Kane, Bishop barely got over to to the other side. He has no movement. Well, not even that. It was a, it was a basically a two on just, just the way it's it was. also Patrick Kane too. I mean, you know, one of the best. Um, of all time. And you didn't really get blown out by Chicago, well, right? The, the series best. was. According, oh, sorry, according to the ESPYS, he is. Oh the best my player. god, it's a fucking joke. That's, That's why cool. ESPN sucks. How, how do you how do you have Patrick Kane as the best hockey player? Well, be yeah, why wasn't that McDavid? Oh no, was even they were probably basing it off how much they helped their team. Oh. I don't know. Kane, or do I'm you think you that's the, a, is that like a fan vote? Maybe the best player. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. But right now, like as we're talking, that who this is who's better than uh, than uh, yeah, Patty Kane, McDavid, Crosby, McKinnon, Kucherov, all better than. Uh, oh, I would say Crosby's up there. I would say you, I would add in Dry. Crosby's not up there. Made, made Crosby's better than Kane. No, he's better than Kane, but I wouldn't say he's number two. I would say McKinnon. McKinnon's number two. Crosby's. I would say Crosby's like three or four. Different players. He can't. It's just. I think Crosby's still one of the best of all time. Yeah, McKinnon gets 105 points, but he doesn't play defense like Crosby. No, he does not. But I mean, the fact that Crosby, the the. The fact that Crosby doesn't have a selkie or at least been nominated for one is, is an absolute wow. joke. An- right. Another joke is that Mike Sullivan wasn't nominated for the Jack Adams this year. It's another Dude. joke. I just don't understand why Sidney Crosby, out of all the years, has not signed for me. Because you he don't doesn't like the way you look. It's, it's Sidney Crosby. He always gets Mac, and I'm right there. Because you don't I, I, ask him. You fucking hover I over says, I say, Crosby, him. can you sign Sid? Sid. No, no, Dougie. Dougie, what you do is I'll, I'll, I try to get him, and then you put your smelly all pen up in my face, and and and, and, don't, and he's 10 yards down, down the down the walkway. Yeah, he, he's already gone, dude. I've got Malkin. Yeah, well, Malkin's easy. Eh, not, not a defense. No one's easy at defense. Not even freaking Zach Asteris. McKinnon's easy at defense. No one's, no, one's, no one's no one's easy. I got McDavid that his rookie year at defense. I think it was Brodor's no, it, yeah, it was Brodor's retirement night. I got McDavid his rookie year, and then the year after that he walked out the other side. I got McDavid last season. All right, Alonzo's up again. Yeah, well, they do. Uh, oh my God, that's a bomb! <laughs> Hope it doesn't ruin his uh, swing. I don't think he will. That timing fucking killed Judge. Ever since he he won the Derby, he's never been the 
the same. Well, the Yankees suck. They really do. Yeah, the Yankees yeah, we're are fucking, awful. We're fucking terrible right now. No, fuck the Rays. I'm sorry. I mean, uh, the Yankees. Yeah, as I say, the Rays were in second place. Yeah. Who's in first? The Red Sox? Yeah. 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 They're nuts. They can go suck a fat one, too. Hey, at least we're all Giant fans. Yeah, that's true. We all are Giants. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on being hopeful for this year. Yeah, no, this year is gonna be a tough one. Another, uh, I don't. Another. And, and they only. Oh, yeah, Dallas the is only, inconsistent. Well, the only, they don't have a quarterback. They only. The only sports team that has just not done it for me these last couple of years, the Giants. Yeah, they. I haven't. think we'll be okay this season. I, see, I know. Just, I. I think if we'll Jones doesn't fumble the ball. Think they'll be fine. He got big. Like when I mean, like he got. Yeah, big. I, I saw it. He got because he. I saw him signing autographs. Like for, for, I think it was for fanatics. And if Barkley could come back, I'm not worried about He'll the defense fine. at all. No, I'm, I'm not. You know, particularly worried. We Listen, have I, they, they, they could easily be a ten and six, nine and seven. Actually, there's eighteen games. 17 yeah, games ten and seven. Right? Maybe like ten and seven. No, nah, I can see. I can see them going eleven and six. That's that, that's a stretch. Listen, they can easily beat Washington. They can beat the Eagles. They can. They should have beat them twice last year. So that's four wins right there, hopefully. I think I think they'll lose probably both if Dak Prescott plays for the Cowboys just because we just suck against them. That's four yeah, wins right there. And then I think they play the Bucks in Tampa, which me and James will hopefully go to, I think. Oh, we when's that? Right that's Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, Thanksgiving oh, weekend. Shit. Oh man, maybe. And I... the the Jets play the Buccaneers at MetLife. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll be I'll, I'll be James. I look at the schedule. I will be off. So if you want if you want to take a trip down to Tampa Bay, yeah, I'm I'll do that. I'm definitely booking my tickets to Nashville by the end of the. Oh yeah, Nashville and Tampa Lightning going yeah. outdoors to play in Nissan Stadium. Yeah, I'm definitely going to that. Nashville, Tennessee. All right, so this is the schedule. Yeah, here we go. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, so yeah, how much I would say are? I would right. say win, win against the Broncos. Then we play uh, Washington. Win. The Falcons. Let's say win. So that's three so far. The Saints. Loss. Three Loss. and one. Cowboys. Loss. Loss. Three Loss. and two. The Rams. Loss. Loss. I think we'll three win. Three and no, three. I don't know. Panthers win. Yeah, win. four and three. Win. Chiefs Loss. four and Loss. four. Raiders win. win. Five and four. Loss. Five Loss. and five. Win. Win. Six and win. five. Seven win. five. Win. Eight five. Win. Yeah. Loss. Loss. Eight six. Win. Win. And win. Nine six. So we could win like ten. All right. We could be like could win ten and six. games. You're not yeah, gonna win the Chiefs. Win. You're not gonna You're win definitely win against Chiefs. Listen, the thing you gotta be hopeful is you gotta take one and two against Dallas. Is really what your main focus is. You got you got to win like five out of six out of the division. Four, at least four, at least. Are tickets on sale yet or no? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's just yeah. tickets, but yeah, I don't know how much. Check the Buccaneers one. See how much they are. That's what in Florida. Yeah. And they're playing in Miami or, or, or? Yeah, they're playing yeah, in Miami. In Miami, yeah. In Miami, so I'm going to Florida twice. All right, Mark, it's a Monday night game, though. That's all right. 
in Tampa. Oh, no, that, that's Thanksgiving weekend. I should, I'll be off. Yeah, 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 exactly. So the cheapest ticket is one hundred and sixty-five. That's, not that's actually not terrible. That's not terrible yeah, for. Uh, that's not terrible for Super Bowl a team. football game. And they just won the yeah. Super Bowl. I'm actually but looking at tickets right now. On, most expensive uh, is seven fifty downstairs. You know, I'm good. Oh, uh, my, my uncle, my uncle can probably get free tickets because he knows the he knows the guy that works. Yeah, one sixty five up top. Listen, he said that last time. I was vastly disappointed. Well, I told you, and then you got upset, but I warned you the first day that there's a chance he doesn't get them. Listen, cry about it later. Yeah, cry about it. later. No, he, he, I mean, if it's a regular season game. I mean, he knows the guy I met now works for the Buccaneers. Let me see the Steelers schedule because I'll probably be going to a couple of Steelers games. Oh, yeah, you're going back to Pittsburgh, right? I am. They are playing. The Giants? No. No, they don't play the Giants this year. Probably next year. Uh, they play Panthers, Bills. Well, that, that's away. Ooh, Vegas, Cincinnati. Denver. Any good teams? Ooh, Seattle. That's a good game. Well, my buddy's a big Seahawks fan. 125 a ticket is not terrible. For a football game, that's good. It's not like you're paying that for a hockey game. No, no, no. no. For a football game, tickets usually run about 100, 125. When's the NHL schedule going to come out? You think sometime Pro- next month? It usually comes out like a little yeah. bit after the draft. Holy Batman shit, Alonzo is killing it. Bettman just released something too. Um, the the schedule will be released before the draft. Working on two versions, wow. with and without the Olympics. So we'll you know we know when should, I'm, com- I'm going to the Olympics. in the Olympics. And the NHL yeah. is planning to return to previous schedule format. Teams playing all others at least two times. Normal div- divisions. So breaking news: Team USA loses to Australia, ninety-one to eighty-three in basketball. Again, we lost back-to-back exhibition games for the first time since professionals started playing in nineteen ninety-two. Yeah, that's bad. They lost to Nigeria. The country doesn't have water. You lost. (laughs) The country doesn't have clean water, let alone a good basketball team. It's an exhibition game. Nigeria played good. What are you going to do? I guess Australia is Jesus Christ, too. Nice. Pete Alonso. Breaking news. Pete Alonso. Back-to-back home run derby champion. Shit, everyone going back-to-back. Going back-to-back. Oh, so I saw something online that was like the Tom Brady effect. Every every time Brady is somewhere like Michigan, they were winning. They just win. When he was uh, in New England, Boston teams were winning championships. And then he goes to the Buccaneers. You have the Buccaneers. You have the Lightning. You got the Rays. Even the Major League Soccer, the the professional soccer team in Tampa Bay, too. (laughs) Like, you got to be that good. Well, the Rays look like they're most likely going to make the playoffs. Yeah, I think think we'll win the World Series this year. Buccaneers are, you know... They have everyone back, the Buccaneers. Yeah, so we we shall see. And then we got to wonder if Tampa gets a three-peat. Yeah, we have a year for that. Whole year for that. 
Should be you know, interesting. Dougie, guys, it's been a pleasure, but I think it's my yeah. time. Yeah, I gotta hop on the PS4 now. No, I gotta. Uh, I have work in the morning, so. But I appreciate what, the talk. I what think. time you wake up? Six. Oh, not bad. And then you work to what? Like five. Not bad. <laughs> oh, you got full time gig now. I do. I do. Nice, nice. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta pay for those, uh, those uh, penguins tickets. You know. Yeah. Which I, you know, Mark has been in contact with a, a uh, an agent over in PPG to, for some half season tickets. Oh boy. So we'll see what happens. It's pretty cheap, actually, from what, from what I was expecting. Not bad. No, only only nine hundred bucks down the hole. Oh boy. How much do you pay, Dougie? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, they raised it. Of course they did. Why not? My first. We haven't done shit. Since I got him, first year where we was like twenty, I think. Wait, 20, do you do you pay for them or did your parents pay for them? No, my dad started to pay for them the first few years, and they I've been ha- I, they've been mine the last six. So if you don't mind, how much do you pay? First year was like twenty five hundred. That's not bad. Then it was like twenty four, twenty five hundred, like three or four years. No, it was like twenty six or three or four years. Now they now they raised it to like twenty eight hundred for the best team we are. And now you pay that up front, or do you have like monthly installments? Uh, monthly installments. Nice, nice. I used to do like um, I used to pay it by cash. So now we're back on uh, the card. Nice. Makes sense. Well, Dougie, it's been a pleasure, and uh, let's go pens. Yeah. Good luck. Thank you. You gotta solve that goaltending. See what happens. Good night. All right. Take night. care, Mark. I'll see you Take guys. care. Take care, yep. guys. I'm going to go play I'm gonna be the show now. Nice. <laughs> All right. Thank you for watching the Doug Sarava Show. This is a great episode with my buddies, James, Andrew, and Mark. Pete Alonzo won the Home Run Derby. And it's honestly amazing how great this guy is. Like, you think about it for a moment. He's like one of those bet. He's just too good. And he loves the game. And that's something that baseball seems to be missing over the last few years. To have a guy like that, you know, couldn't it be better? Go Mets, go Rays, go Devils. It's going to be an interesting hockey offseason for sure. Again, thank you for watching the Doug Saravo Show. Just a quick reminder, this Saturday from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m., we will be live on Facebook for the multicultural event that Councilwoman Marilyn Israel has put together. She has done amazing work. She's highly respected, highly intelligent. She's done a tremendous job ever since she's been elected, and I'm looking forward to emceeing that event. It's going to be a great event. It's my honor to give you guys a commercial while we sign off. Marilyn, thanks for putting together this event. You kept your campaign promise. You truly did. And then the multi-cultural event. I want to do that. I still want to do that.